Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. New leader, Corey LaJoy on the outside, taking it from Ricky Stenhouse. Stacking them deep, selling them cheap. It tastes like gasoline, rubber, and victory. We're out here stacking pennies. Hey, guys. We're stacking pennies live here, buddy, in the Harley J. Earl Suites. First time I've been up here. It's kind of nice. Yeah, I think I've been coming here for almost 20 years, and this is the second time I've been on this side of the racetrack. It's, it's fun to be a fan sometimes. I've been out here a couple times. Uh, Blue Green Vacations has a pretty cool suite over here. But this is a very nice one. Do you know who Harley Gerald is by chance? I know the trophy's named after him for sure. I, uh, I pulled its Wikipedia page up. So those who are in here and don't know who Harley Gerald is, let me give you all a little Wikipedia lesson. Harley Jarvis Earl was born in 1893 and died in 1969. And he was an American automotive designer and business executive. He was the initial designated head of design at General Motors, later becoming vice president, the first top executive ever appointed in design of a major corporation in American history. He was an industrial designer and a pioneer of transportation design, a coach builder by trade. This fellow was building coaches behind a horse before they even had cars. And he designed, he designed this concept car, which is now on top of the Daytona 500 trophy. And I feel like that's accurate because we are all racing for that tomorrow night, potentially Monday night, but let's hope that's not the case. So we have seen a lot of racing thus far when it has been dry. We have seen the duels. We also, we saw Wednesday night, we saw a single car qualifying with Joseph Logano and Michael McDowell, dark horse, on the front row. What'd you think when you saw that? That was, you know, I was impressed because the Chevy, they beat the Chevys, you know, with a new, with a new car. You kind of come down here and always think about Hendrick Motorsports being on the pole, but with a new car, the Fords, we know Michael McDowell, Petey, Peterson. We've been friends with Travis him a long Peterson. time. So, Northwest uh, Cabarrus High School education. Yeah, he's got everybody pulling the rope in the, in the same direction over there. So it's not a, it's not a uh, coincidence that they qualify on the pole. It's not a coincidence that, coincidence that they've won a Daytona 500. But uh, I don't know, man. The Toyotas weren't very fast. But then when the rag dropped for the race, they won they both good. the duels. Yeah, they were good. They, they know what they're doing. I think that – I don't know if this is how they envisioned it, but I think that that Toyota Camry – that may or may not look like an orca whale that you see at SeaWorld, um, is Bro, a little was, bit draggy when it's single car runs. I was uh, drove by SeaWorld yesterday, and the only thing I thought of was Denny Hamlin's you, car. You talking about yeah, Splash Zone. So I talked to McDowell on, on Thursday, right? And I'm like, man, you guys laid a heater down. And he goes, so I talked to Peterson all day in tech, and he said, there is nothing else. They're just people excited to come to the Harley Jack. Come on in, man. The water's fine. Um, he said, there's nothing else that I can do. If I, if we don't make the second round, this is Travis Peterson, Michael McDowell's crew chief talking. If we don't make the second round, I'm never working on a Speedway car ever again. <laughs> and Michael said, if you think that there's any way in hell that this car will make second round of qualifying, I would, I would I, I, you know, there's no chance. Sure enough. 
that thing was a fourth first round and then second in the second round, and that just goes to show. Stacking pennies here in every area of that aerodynamic car can get you some speed. Well, the ne- you know, to that point, you never see Paul Wolf excited. and He was fired you up. Yeah, he was fired up, so I went in the trailer the next up. day, and even more fired up than him was Big Mark, who's their engine tuner, and he said, Buddy, 32 years I've been coming through these gates, and, and that's a big deal for the team because Joey's like, ah, frick, I didn't do anything. You know, I just I did nothing at all. But for the team guys, like, this is their time to showcase the preparation they have over the offseason. So it was really cool. Like, it meant, it meant so much for Big Mark's motor to be on the pole and, you know, Paul Wolf and his whole team. You know what really grinds my gears? Oh, let me hear it. When we so we had a really fast blue green vacation Silverado last night. Anybody watched that race? We were in the hunt, passed about 400 trucks, and ended up getting crashed on the last lap. A lot of fun, but anyways, we qualified third in that hot rod. Brian Patty was the crew chief on that thing. He had uh, he won the pole for the first next gen race here at Daytona with Ricky Stenhouse. So obviously that fella knows how to make a car go fast in a circle. And you know what really grinds my gears is. People weren't sticking a microphone in my face after I qualified 34th for the cup race on Wednesday. Everybody wants to talk to you and say you did a good job on on Saturday when you qual or Friday when you qualified. And you did nothing different. So that's what really grinds my gears because Ooh, it is a 100 percent team strength of how fast of a hot rod you sit on for Daytona qualifying. What do you want them to do? Walk back there and be like, "Hey, man, qualified 34th. How'd you do it?" No, I want them. Yeah, no, I want them to, to talk to my front end mechanic and be like, "Hey, man, good job. Thank you for staying until midnight the last couple of weeks yeah. building this thing." Yeah, the motor guy. Yeah, that should. Yeah, the motor guy. Hey, how'd that hot rod run? Yeah. Yeah, we put a you know fifteen percent throttle plate in this thing and ran pretty good. Got new valve springs in here. Yeah, it's um, it's it's so bizarre to me. It's so and it really grinds my gears. You know what really ground my gears? What? When you were backwards with the seventeen flipping over you last night. That was wild. I was yelling at the tv i was so frustrated but well since that's fresh in our mind let's just go ahead and recap that so we start third caution comes out lap seven we come down and try to put ourselves in a little bit better uh, fuel situation uh nobody else came so then we were kind of fighting from the back um fast forward a little bit we went forward back forward back and we pitted again i don't know when it was and i was like last because uh, we we're the only one that came down pit road both lines are probably 12 cars deep, and there's really nowhere to go. So I was like, let's just get this third lane working. And so I drug roll back as, as far back as I knew I wouldn't lose a draft and got like a Dale Earnhardt turbo speed run. And it was probably 700 more RPMs than I'd seen all night and literally went from last to first. <laughs> it was, I was like, guys, in the middle, guys, this is the run you dream of. Here we go. Somebody get this on tape. <laughs> are, are you watching this? Anybody see that? Uh, that was unbelievable. Uh, so then we got back to a pretty good uh, spot. We had three Spire trucks right up in the mix. Four, actually, at one point uh, with the 77, us, Raja Karuth, and the two is a Spire truck as well. And a couple pushes, a couple restarts. It just didn't go our way. So they're, they're all young guys. It looked to me like, especially on restarts, like you can get through the gears better. You can almost get through it almost too good and it also like you could tell that you do this at a high level for a living compared to those guys that are trying to cut their way because like get to the corner you'd be split to the right pushing a guy around the corner instead of giving him a bad you know yeah causing a wreck and you'd see 
Man, the Arca race too, and the truck race. When you I think watch that it on TV, Arca race is still finishing up. I don't know. They might they might come back next week. I, when I came up, they were just they were like halfway through. There's, they're gonna have to start racing rental cars because there's nothing left. Jesus, um, who won that race last night? Uh, Gustine. Father 50, Time. Fifty-five. I, I, yeah. that one. I don't know. I, I think felt, Gus- I felt I tried Ooh, valiantly. Tony Bridinger was big mad at Gustine big last mad. night. Yeah, he did not. He did Anybody not watch care. that interview? She didn't even use his name. Just number 55. Yeah. It was like stroke race when he's like, who's number 10? <laughs> I've been racing against him for a decade. Yeah, number 10. Well, we were laughing about it this morning. We were laughing with him, not at him. SVG came on the podcast last week. He's going to be a regular guest on the show. And we said, buddy, I don't want to make you nervous or nothing, but they do call the Arca Race the Oregon Donor 200. So just be careful. Yeah. Third lap of the race, this guy's spinning backwards through the grass. Can't say we didn't warn him. We gave him a fair warning. And he kind of shrugged it off. Like, no, 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 no. No, no. Listen here. We, hey. No, no. You it? go give them belts a little extra tuggy-tuggy before you roll out We're there. not being dramatic. We've seen this. but We gave him a heads up. Yeah. We saved his life. He might not have <laughs> he might His belts might not have been tight Yeah. I don't if know. it wasn't for us giving him a heads up. But they repaired it. Steve-O back there put some uh, Bondo on that thing. I think that was one of those because he, SVG, had to run the ARCA race, to an extent, to get, like, the okay, like, everybody good? Okay, we're good. F- to run the Xfinity race today. Uh, so they made that poor fellow ride around wounded for the la- the four hours left of that race just so he can get certified to go race today. Welcome but I'm to glad America. to see you. Welcome to Welcome America. America. That's how we do things around here, son. Okay, guys, for the first time ever, Chili's has given you the opportunity to be a winner at Daytona with the Ketcherita on my Camaro going down there. Try to scan the QR codes on my Chili's car for a chance to win free Chili's gift cards or a VIP race experience. But it won't be easy because I'm going to be going 200 miles an hour. So you better get out your phone camera and try to get them codes. Or go to Chili'sCatcherita.com for rules and regulations. Make sure you drink responsibly and don't try this in your car. So, so your truck race, what, what did you learn that you could take into Sunday? I've been walking around telling everybody who'll listen, which isn't very many people, I wish the cup cars drove as bad as the trucks did. Really? It would be an unbelievable race. The, the cup cars drive so good. Now, you've got the, the engineering piece and the no-ride height piece and 600-pound rear springs in the truck. Like, without boring you the details, trucks drive – like if you took your rental car and just souped it up and drove around here. Like they're floppy and they move all around and they punch such a big hole in the air. You can put yourself in a really bad aero spot really quick where the cup cars are just like stuck to the ground. Uh, So you don't see many guys get out of shape. So all you see is bad pushes uh, and guys get out of shape and then they collect because you're on the left for a stop and then uh, you're a passenger at that point in time. So I think... In the, in the car or in the truck, it was so fun. You were able to have a lot more options. Um, you know, you, you've watched tape here. We're watching in the Harley Gerald suite. These guys are moving all around. Um, oh, oh Mark Martin oh, just wrecked the wreck. field here. boy, Mark. Um, but like that, there's like four cars, and everybody, they were separated because the cars were hard to drive. Hard is a relative term, right? It's hard to posi- position yourself in the cup car because there are th- – 40 trained professionals on the roof, in the, in the driver's seat, and on the pit boxes. 
in the truck series, there's like some guy that is a welcoming guy at Walmart. Then he happens to be like the crew chief of a truck on, on Friday. So I don't know the level of preparation. Far. No, there was a couple <laughs> trucks last night, bro. I was like, who is this fellow? Get me away from this guy. Yes. Um, but nonetheless, confidence to know what we're doing, right? Confidence is always a big thing, especially here when you want to go be assertive with your moves you make, the blocks, how late you can cover them. And it's just more reps for TJ Bell, who's my spot on the roof, between him and I just communicating and, and being on the same page. So that was that. But we jumped too forward. We did run two duels, blue-green yeah, vacation duels going. on Thursday night. One, but as you mentioned, two Camrys. What stood out to you? You were in Disneyland. I was at the duels, though. I drove here. Oh, that's right. I, I, I don't work. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I was there. Did um, you even work? Did you even change tires? I mean, I stood there and watched Chris gas the 12 give, car. Give one of these. I was like. You drove all the way here to give a, a thumbs up. A, our gas man is a Chris Conklin, ex-NFL guy, absolute stud. And uh, there's a term we have on the 12 car and fuel mileage races. It's consider it full. <laughs> so, like, it was no less than when that, because we came in and he jumped a couple cars on pit road. And I just said, I had no idea. I just said, consider it full. It's full. I was like, I hope it's full. So I'm not eating my words. But, uh. Yeah, he got it. He got it full enough to get it right to the scene of the crash, which was one of the biggest crashes. Yeah. It's like Ryan Blaney's two for two. two. Two for two at Daytona for absolutely gnarly head-on collisions. Oh. But <laughs> so you just got out of a driver advisory council meeting. Yeah. So you guys, you know, helped NASCAR pull the rope. And one of the things that we've looked at over the years is that front-end collision yeah. with that impact. And the car, I will say that I looked at that car pretty closely, and it was wrecked. But there's – so when they were hitting the fence and getting hurt, right, the easy thing to say is, we'll just make it softer. Well, then you get to a point where it's too soft. And the and, engine's coming in to get you. Yeah, so when the car crushes, it gets to the motor, and then when it gets to the motor, it makes everything solid, and that hurts you as well. So what I saw in that car was that it crushed the right amount. It actually got the valve cover everything on the motor, but when it, it got there, it did everything it was supposed to do. And Ryan got right out and walked away where, you know, it, with the first version of the next-gen car, he would have been shooken up for sure. He'd have been in yeah. concussion protocol. He said that was a big one. Um, he, I talked to him. He was a bit sore the next day, as anybody would when you hit something head-on at 170 miles an hour. Um, but there was some drama. Who would have thought that we would have had in 2024 a J.J. Yaley Jimmy Johnson Dude, battle to the line. I was in the Daytona 500. I was nervous watching it, and I had nothing invested in either of them. Oh, Jimmy on there. I need that spot. Tell the 43 I need that spot. <laughs> I was like, go get the spot. Well, Jimmy. and that's what I thought too. I'm like, man, because there is no two bigger fans of Jimmy Johnson than us, right? No. Like, w the first five years I spent working in the sport, he won every championship, and. Uh, but now, fast forward, we've seen him to where he's racing J.J. Yaley for the last spot to get in Daytona 500. So it's come full circle, but I was happy he was going to make it. And, like, when you look at him, he's done so much in the sport and accomplished so much. And he was like, man, I, I could feel the weight of the moment when I was walking out of the bus. And mm. like, he, he was so nervous. And I'm like, holy, dude, he's one a guy that's in the Hall of Fame all, to be nervous currently. about a duel at Daytona, yeah. it's like you, you feel the weight of that moment. Well, that just goes to show that guy's won every single thing. Seven-time champion, two-time Daytona 500 champion. He's won it. Well, he's won it all. Everything you can dream of, that guy's won it. And he was nervous walking out of his bus for a qualifying race. Right? That's how putting, much. Dude, he could go to England or wherever he wants to live and he, count his money, but he, he keeps does. putting himself in these high-pressure situations. So he lives shout in, out to him. He lives in London. You sound like you're from London. Yeah, he lives in London now. Yeah. Um, so they, they do things a little different over there. 
but we still claim them. Jimmy Johnson's ours. Uh, so that 84 car, uh, Kaz Gralla, who's the other open cars in this thing? The 60 of David Reagan. David Reagan. Uh, and Anthony Chicken Alfredo is in, the, is in yeah. this race as well. BJ, BJ and JJ went home. Uh, hate to see it. Yeah, it was tough. Hate to see it. Macho Man was up there. He, he missed it by four feet. I wonder, I would have loved to seen, I, the whole time I was thinking, I'm like, come on, BJ, come on, baby. When he narrowly missed, the whole time I was thinking, when he was in position to, to make it, what sort of sponsor is going to be on BJ's all-black car for the 500? Oh, some affliction. Studded, studded boot company? Yes, something. Something would have been absolutely great because they would have done some cool stuff had he made it, but unfortunately he's watching from the couch. Yeah. But yeah. there are 40 of us that are not on the couch come Sunday or maybe Monday. Yeah, but who whenever. knows? We'll be ready whenever the, whenever it dries up. Yeah, that's right. So uh, how was so talk to me about your duel. So my I was in the I was in the first duel. Um uh, we started eighteenth, seventeenth or eighteenth, I believe. Top lane opened up up and uh we shuffled to the front. Uh Jimmy Johnson was pushing us. Uh he pushed us really well. I think the front of those Orca Whale Camrys really square you up good and can push you push you straight. Um so he pushed us out to the lead, led a couple laps. I was thinking that I, what I was thinking about when I watched that, not to cut you off, is when you first made your first Daytona 500, it was because of advice from Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. And he, you know, made the call to help get you that ride. Yeah. And then you were pulling him to the front. And I'm yeah. like, this is poetic justice. This is poetic justice. You can't even write these. You can't even script these lines. Uh, so that was good to see. Seven time in my mirror pushing us. And, and the we, next thing I saw, he was backwards in the grass. So I don't know what happened there. In but. between that, yeah, by the time we were first and second, and then when he was backwards was a little bit of a, a downturn of events, but I'm glad he wasn't too too banged up to finish. Um, oh, so we were in a decent spot, and then the whole thing is green flag pit entries, right? The Whichever organization or whichever OEM gets organized to come down and gets organized in and organized off is the one that's going to eventually leapfrog their way to the front of the pack once it all back collects. I think Tyler Reddick was in the third lane top and literally just hung a left, didn't care who was underneath of him, stacks the whole lane up, and we went from, like, ninth to dead last. So we try to recover. We were buried in track position, and we just never really able to fight back after that. But... Um, teammate finished good. Carson uh, finished fourth. He'll qualify. He'll start ninth for the 500. Uh, but it's a long one, buddy. Which that's a that's an etiquette thing coming to pit road. It's like, hey, we're gonna let hey, you how know about a we're wave? get down. How about a like? A, I don't know. Don't yank it down into oncoming traffic. It's like not turning your blinker on. Yeah, yeah at but, 200. But like the, the spotters tell you like, hey, we're getting ready to come, and you'll work your way to the bottom. But you there's just there's not much etiquette top. anymore because like. I think they want to break up who everybody that's staying out there because the more you can break up the people that aren't coming, the longer it takes for them to get organized and the more time you lose if you're yeah. coming down. Yeah. So that's some dirty tricks, ladies and gentlemen. Some <laughs> Which, dirty, dirty tricks. And that pit road, dude, not saying this because I'm a picker guy, but it could very well decide how you how this finishes. Can't win it's it, but it's lose it. It's definitely going to decide the running order coming off pit road. And yeah. If it's a green flag run, you're going to – there's, it's a little bit different this year than years past because there's no reserve switch. So when you're out of gas, like if you run out of gas, there is no reserve switch. There's no reserve switch. This is news to you, but there's only one pump in the fuel cell now. Are you sure? I'm thousand percent positive. So if you run out of gas at the start finish line, you might not make it back around. So you're gonna be yeah. like you used to always. The term was always you run to the switch because if you run out of gas, it'll fall. There's like a half a gallon in this yeah. little baffle. 
and it can get you home. Yeah, you'll flip the switch, it'll get you back around. Well, this track's so big that if you run out of gas, you might not get back. So you're going to have to call the race more conservative. So figuring out, like, you might not run, or you might try to run longer or not run as long. But what, like, what Talladega and what Daytona has become is you don't want to be the guy leading the line. Because if you're the guy pulling the line around, you're using more gas than the guys three or four back that are able to save in the draft. So when you come to pit road, if everything goes right and you have a clean, everybody has clean exchanges, the guys that are running four or five cars back have to take less fuel because they've been saving. So essentially they'll jump you on pit road and be out in front of you. So that's kind of the game now. Uh, and we, that's, we saw that's kind of, that's kind of how pennies. the 12 car won Talladega. Those are the pennies, man. Like a half a second less of gas because because you've been riding third or fourth in line, you'd be able to run 60% for 15, 20 laps, so you have more fuel in your tank when you come down, less time, plug-in time. So, like, it's going to be, as the field continues to condense with Delta from the fastest car to the slowest car, like, tenths of a second in fueling time, tenths of a second on pit road rolling time are going to be what sets somebody up. If they're holding the Harley JRL trophy. I'm glad that we talk about this switch now because you don't yeah, it's I like appreciate one of those things. That that, up. It's one of those things you don't look for until you need it. You're yeah, like, gonna, oh, yeah, it's like insurance. Oh, no. Yeah, I was going to be reaching for it like, oh, oh, no. Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everybody pay attention. I got a great story. So I, I was catching up with a good friend of mine over at NASCAR, and he's privy to a lot of NASCAR information. And I asked him if I could share this as an anonymous source, and he said, okay. I said, man, I, I really do feel like, and we've been preaching this for years now on the podcast. We want to try to help NASCAR become cool again in pop culture and all these celebrities. We want people to just acknowledge the sport for what it is because it is a badass American sport that you can't get enough of. So as you can tell, we have DJ Collin and Dwayne The Rock Johnson coming tomorrow. Apparently, logistically speaking, Dwayne The Rock Johnson has a lot. Some guys have, like, riders, right? Some people only want green M&M's. Some guys, you know, want fruit snacks, and they want a little tray with, like, Aquafina water. I don't know. The Rock, being, the, being that he's here for more than one day, they're putting him up in a hotel. I can't tell you where that's at, but it's across the street, and NASCAR owns it. Um, and The Rock can't go a day. I don't know the exact time. But I'm going to say it's 24 hours. Can't go more than 24 hours without working out. And no, you can't just rent out, because they asked about this, you can't just rent out a Gold's Gym. Not good enough. They had to get the suite adjacent to his room, take the furniture out of his room, ship in workout equipment into the room. So The Rock has his suite over there and a workout suite to work out twice 
for the 36 hours is in Daytona. I would hate to be the fellow that's in, rooming underneath that <laughs> as he's 4.45 in the morning doing 500-pound deadlifts oh. tonight. Go make sure you take an ambient and go to bed. they got the right equipment. <laughs> yeah. Walks in there, it's like squat rack. He's like, no, it's arm day. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this well, isn't going to work. It's always arm day when you're the rock. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was super interesting. Um, I'd love to meet that fella. Give him a stone cold stunner. Just got out of nowhere. I don't know. I think he always stays ready for that. Every time I meet somebody like him, I like a professional athlete or somebody that looks big on TV, and you see him in person, you're like, oh, you're way bigger. You're way bigger than I expected. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's been you know a couple of basketball players, but I think overall, man, that's the message. NASCAR is getting cool again. My, a lot of energy. We were, we were Duels in. were full. My daughter said, is Maui going to be here? Yes. she knows him as Maui from Moana. So. Maui will be. Maui will be. As, as we all know, too, we're sitting here. I hear some, uh, you know, rain jackets and some waterproof shoes squeaking around. We're up against Mother Nature here, ladies and gentlemen. We already have some sprinkles and some spritzes going on. You said it was raining sideways when you were coming up I-4 here today. Not looking promising. No, but, you know, there's nothing we can do about the weather. And no, there's not. We'll just all be ready when the – I get that question a lot when we come down here. They're like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do when it rains? And I'm it's like, Florida, I'm going to try to get the rains. Sunday first. I don't know. And then, like, I guess I'll just wear my rain boots and put the rain sides on the pit box. I don't know. <laughs> get ready for when it stops raining. Yeah. Oh, look, Big Rand's on the TV. So uh, shout out to Big Rand. There's only three cars you? on the lead lap at that point in time. Um, Back, back when racing was great. Yeah. There's only uh, three cars on a lead I lap. Do. So I remember, if you take a peek at the screen over the 74, there oh, is Don Big LaJoy. Don LaJoy. Um, Where look are you at? at? That had been 96 or 7. Um, Big Rand won three times. So He always had the the raccoon eyes. Because he, he yeah. said, he, he would, while we're on the beach, and I had my sunglasses on. So every, I think Jonathan yeah, Merriman pointed out last year, every pre-race picture every preseason picture he has like the real bad sunglass tan well a friend of ours had back in the day they had a, a beach house in flagler beach so aunts uncles grandparents cousins we'd pack 20 uh, 25 of us in this house and we'd come down there like a week early right so dad would not put any sunscreen on his face and then wednesday when you get here the first day you go take your pictures for the year and every every year for like 10 years he would have just raccoon look like he's been sunbathing um, Look like a gargoyle commercial. So it's it's been a it's been a blast ever since I started. This is my eighth Daytona 500. We've gotten a, a beach house uh, in New Smyrna Beach, and we kind of continue that tradition with Grandpa and aunts and uncles and cousins. Uh, so we and you guys have crashed with us the last couple of years. It's been a blast. So it's cool. Just Daytona's turned into like a family tradition uh, for us. I was talking to Dad. You know, Dad's got a unique way of looking at the sport. Listen to my radio. Um, but I was watching. I just happened to be sitting on the couch. This is probably a couple months ago. And and on FS1, they do a rerun of, like, the 2001 Bush Grand National Race. Uh, so dad won, dad won that one. And, I, you know, when you're 10 years old, you don't know strategy. You don't know what works. You just know if dad wins, right? Then you go take pictures. So I've always thought that, like, dad can see the air like Dale Earnhardt. Dad lost a lap and made it back like Bill Elliott style by himself and literally unlapped himself. And I'm like, Dad, there's no drafting when you have a car that's three seconds faster than everybody else. That doesn't count. So all in all, lucky, lucky for him, he had a freaking hot rod that day. But yeah. drafting's a bit different these yeah. days. 
Uh, it's it's <laughs> yeah, it's not that's not that way anymore. Like we just saw, right? Like I think the whole field was separated by with within a half second during yeah. qualifying the other day. There it was like two or three, probably a half second from first to second. Yeah, so yeah. it's a, it's a lot different now. It's way more competitive. And to your point, you know the with the trucks being harder to drive, the Cup cars since they drive better you just drive them harder right? yeah you just go to the limit so that's why you're going to see a lot of action come Sunday or come when this race fires off. oh it's going to fire off more than likely just so you guys can adjust rooms and start planning well let's just assume for a second today's saturday uh that it's still moist and there's nothing going on at, at two o'clock there's a chili's i'll be at a chili's probably bartending pouring some presidente margaritas so if you guys are bored and want to ride over there Leanne, which which chilies is it? Is it Ormond Ormond Beach? If you want some chips and sauce and a Presidente Margarita, I'll have you covered up in, at two o'clock to three thirty. Be there, be square, and then Sunday. Let's just assume for a second that it gets rained on and we don't get to make circles. It'll more than likely be Monday night prime time racing. So adjust the schedules accordingly. Cross our fingers for Sunday afternoon. Dude, I finally got to see the Presidente Margarita fuel can commercial. Did you see it? Have anybody gotta, any, anybody seen that active. commercial? Anybody seen that commercial yet? Uh, three people, cool. Um, Thanks for paying attention. Thank, watch the broadcast. It, I'm, did Adam Stern post it? I, I think NASCAR posted it. Oh, they did? Yeah. Um, I, so I was a mad scientist. Uh, they, they wrote some lines. They wanted me to be, what's the guy's name in Back to the Future? Oh, Got the crazy hair, yep. scientist. Doc. I was that guy, Doc. Um, and they wanted me to like act like I was trying to make my race car run off margaritas. So I say that I figured it out and I've cracked the code. I run off screen and they had, everybody knows what a Presidente margarita shaker looks like, the nice, cool-looking blue with the cap. So they went and got the company that makes all the props for the Marvel movies to make a gigantic Presidente margarita fuel can. So I come in off frame, and I plug this gigantic margarita mixer into the car. Great, great form, by the way. It was. I stumbled it in. It was a little heavy. Yep. A lot of margarita in that thing. Plug it up. Flowed nice. Fired up, and it sounded great until it doesn't. So then they rigged this box with, like, you know, like the T-shirt cannons. They chuck them in, you know, for football games. They had, like, this T-shirt cannon on a, a remote switch with, like, green baby powder. So they, they crank it up, and they put the, the noise in it, and it's running for a second, it stumbles, and then they hit this green powder, and it comes out of the hood, and there's, like, wrenches falling. It's pretty fun. How many takes did you do with the green powder? Because they clean that up. You got up two. No, no, you got two up. takes. You got two takes. So all you, That was it. Yeah. Don't mess it up. So it was a 30-second, maybe 25-second commercial. How long did it take to shoot? I got there at 7.45 in the morning. I Which left at 8.30 p.m. I, call, I would say. Were you supposed to be there at 7.45? No, I was supposed to be there at 8. I was early. Yeah, okay. 8.15. Um, so it was a long day. It was 14 hours shooting for 30 Damn. seconds. 14 yeah. hours. Part that was of, great. Do it again. Part of show business. That's it. Um, but that's been such an amazing partnership this week. Uh, I've, I've represented some really cool brands during the 500. As everybody knows, I had my face on the car with Old Spice uh, a couple years ago. That thing got some, got some traction. Uh, and then this one is the biggest. This one, uh, the, there's QR codes all over the car. I don't know if you've seen that. If you happen to see it on TV or see it on my fire suit, you can get out your phone. You can scan a QR code. It'll take you to the website. You sign up, and you can have a chance of giving away two VIP race experiences to Coda or just a free chips and salsa. 
Uh, both are equally as good, to be honest. Um, so I would recommend trying to do that. Uh, and also a lot of content we've done this week is pretty cool. But still a lot of fun stuff to be had this week. Like I said, I'll be at Chili's and I'll be around. And we got the Xfinity race coming up, whether it's today, whether it's tomorrow, whether it is Monday. What else we got? We got yeah. penny stackers. There's been a ton of penny stackers. There's been a ton. Everybody in here is yeah. penny stacker. Each and every one of you. I appreciate you. I look right into your soul. I'm saying. How many it. people give you pennies this week? Any? any? <laughs> like, like four or five the same day, and I I took my pants off and I'm like getting changed uh, before bed the other night. And Kelly's like, "You chose a real freaking annoying thing to really claim on to." As she <laughs> takes off like 14 cents out of my just in pennies, right? It's like I have all these pennies and nothing to do with them. You got more pennies in the. Fountain sure. in the food court mall at the, yeah. at the, at the mall. The I got court. a lot of pennies. If you need oh. some pennies for anything, like I saw, certainly at the back of the hauler, like, you know, they do like leave a penny, take a yeah. penny. I'd just leave a bunch of pennies and you can take them if you want to. Put a coin jar, like get the, the jug. For start the water get, jug start back giving there. me some silver dollars, maybe some buffalo nickels. Like, like I, I'm, I'm, times are tough, man. I got two kids, one more, one more kid coming. Diaper, pennies don't buy diapers. So help brother out. Yeah. And make sure you guys, hey, listen to us every week. A lot of good feedback from everybody this week. YouTube is starting to take off. We've been working really hard. The team, Jeff and everybody uh, at NASCAR has really been pumping a bunch of energy and effort into the YouTube. So uh, I'd recommend to check that out. We got a lot of cool in-car camera stuff, a lot of B-roll stuff. Uh, then SiriusXM. You guys look like you're some SiriusXMers in here. Just leave it on SiriusXM Channel 90. We're going to be on Tuesdays at 2. Been having a lot of fun with that as well. So if, anywhere you want to hear. Our annoying voices, man. You can go find it. You don't have to look very far. And if you have an Instagram, file stack of pennies, giving out cool yeah. stuff, Arctic giveaway oh, every, every week. week. Every week. Make sure you guys go at underscore stack of pennies. We're going to give something Arctic away every week. I don't know, man. Keep we're your just trying to. Keep cold, man. Yeah. <laughs> Keep your drinks cold. Make it cooler. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, but as, we, as always, we would love it if you like, shout, share, download, download. Rate and review. review. Rate and review. For you. Uh, I'm tapped out. But. I'm going to tap out and go to Chili's. That's where I'm going, Ormond Beach, if y'all are sitting around. Uh, a lot of fun to be had. And I'll wrap it all up with this. This is the best car that I've ever had at the Daytona 500. Uh, we have some speed. We're able to lead a line. We're able to take a push well, and we handle. So it's going to be a methodical chess match for 500 miles when we run it. And that seven car is going to be in the hunt, buddy. Wow. We're probably, what, 10,000 to one? So maybe sprinkle a couple bucks on it, too, if you're feeling good. Pennies on I only take car. a third, so just Venmo me whenever you hit, and we'll be we'll call it square. That's it, everybody. That's stacking pennies. Thank you all for tuning in. Thanks.